to the latest episode of the Odds On Podcast, your home of football and sports betting. My name's Dan Tracy, and for the next 45 minutes, I'm joined by two top guests as we dissect all the numbers, look for the value, and find those long shots before this weekend's football action. As I say, it's not just me on the show today, so before we start waxing lyrical about wagers, let's get the introductions out of the way. First up, I'm joined by Craig Jones. Craig, it's a pleasure to have you on the show once again, and I hope all is well. Morning, Dan. Yeah, all good on my end. Um, we slowly sort of edging towards the very, very end of the football season, really. Um, not as much to look at, but now in June, the one positive to me is that every game I watch on TV is a big one, really. Um, I watched a decent cup final, I thought, at the weekend, and two dramatic legs between Ross County and Partick. Um, some final day action in Italy as well. So th- there's still bits out there for us to enjoy. Uh, the weather's been absolutely cracking as well, so that helps. Um, so yeah, all good. Yeah, we're squeezing the very last out of this season, but also, last but certainly not least, is Jamie Brown. So, Jamie, are you glad, actually, you, you must be glad, that Big Ange has arrived at Spurs? Yeah, look, obviously, it took the same amount of time as it did to appoint Nuno, 72 days, so another long wait for Spurs fans. But, uh, look, this time around, I think Spurs have got it spot on. Um, I Obviously, we spoke about it briefly on last week's episode about Buster Cogley coming in. Uh, now he's obviously in place and... Um, you know, a week on, I'm, I'm even more excited for this appointment. I think this is a great fit for Spurs. Um, it's obviously a sign of moving towards more of a project um, and looking to try and build something that's maybe more sustainable. Obviously, we know with the previous managers, Mourinho and Conte, they all thought very, very much short-term appointments. Um, I think with this one, as I said, it's, it's more of a longer-term project, so I'm excited, excited for that. Um, I'm excited to see attacking football again. Obviously, we know with Postacoglu's sides, very much attacking sides. That's something that Spurs fans have been really yearning for over the last couple of years, obviously watching incredibly dull defensive football. So um, excited to see that as well. And um, look, he just seems like a really great man as well. Obviously, a guy who's had a very long career. He had to work incredibly hard to get where he is. Um, obviously, continued to go up the levels. He's won every level he's been at. And uh, he's thoroughly deserving. It looks seems to have a Premier League job now. So, um, yeah, really excited for, for Ange Postecoglou for next season. Um, but look, obviously, some big football now to look ahead to for the, for the remainder of the season. Champions League final, I think it's going to be a really interesting game. It's going to be interesting to hear your guys' thoughts on, on how it's going to go as well. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that as well. Absolutely. Right, that's all the intros out of the way. So let's get down to business. And, of course, before we start... Wherever you bet, check first with freebets.com, your best place for offers, tips and insights. And from a social media point of view, if you're placing any bets this weekend, let us know via the odds on podcast hashtag. And who knows, we may be discussing your winners on next week's show. OK, where should we start first? Let's go to this season's Europa Conference League final between Fiorentina and West Ham. That takes place on Wednesday evening, that being tonight. So Craig, there's very little difference in terms of the pre-match odds. A difficult job for the bookmakers, but can you make it any easier? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a game that the bookmakers are struggling to split them, really. Both priced up the same, 7-4. to four. And, and to be honest, I, I don't blame them um, because I'm struggling myself. I, I always wonder if when there's a tight European game, I don't know if it's because I'm English, but I always fancy the English side to just sneak it on top. Um, but I, I do think there's a couple of things here that, that do sort of tip the favour towards West Ham. It's, first off, it seems inevitable that Declan Rice is heading elsewhere over the summer. 
um, as well as, as potentially a few other moves, both on and off the field. I think this, we, we could see this West Ham side change a lot over the summer. Um, and part of the reason why I fancy West Ham is because of Rice. I just He's had a very good time there. He clearly loves the club and he's very well connected in there. And I can just see him carrying his team forward and, and sort of signing off with a trophy in the bag. Um, in, in some ways, it's as though it's written in the stars for me that, that he does that. Um, again, I, I sort of go back to the sort of point I made a few seconds back. I think it's because I'm English and I'm looking at the English side more that, that I fancy West Ham in a very close game, but but I do. Um, both sides are 7-4 to four to win the game in 90 minutes, as I said. Both teams are 10-11 to 11 to lift the trophy. You, you genuinely can't split them. Um, I, I, if I was having a bet, I'd take the 7-4 to four on West Ham to win in 90 minutes just because it's a bit more of a working man's price than the 10-11. to 11. But extra time wouldn't surprise me at all. I think it's going to be a very close one. Now, Jamie, as Craig alludes to there, it does feel like the end of an era at West Ham. Declan Rice should be moving on. David Moyes could also be ending his time in East London. So, could it be his last game in charge? If so, can he bow out with a win in 90 minutes at 7-4? Mm. Yeah, well, look, obviously, we, we spoke about the Champions League final and how we thought that was going to go off air. And uh, I'm going to make it even more interesting because I'm going to go in a different direction for this game as well. Um, I think this is going to be a really tough test for, for West Ham this evening. Um, I think Fiorentina are going to pose a really strong test for them. Um, they finished the season very strongly. I was, I was looking at kind of their record. Um, they lost just twice in the last 15 matches and uh, they got some big wins there as well. Um, in the Coppa Italia, they made it all the way to the final. Um, obviously, they lost just recently to Inter Milan. It was a 2-1 defeat, but they were very unfortunate to have lost that game. They went ahead. Um, they kind of looked like the better team for, for quite large parts of it. And it's a very strong Inter Milan team. And to kind of gone head-to-head with, with them and, and done pretty well, I think that's a good factor for them as well. Um, I'll get on to in a, in a bit later, but they have got some real kind of threat in their team in terms of the goals. There's lots of players who are in double digits for the season, so they've got lots of goal threats. So I think West Ham, obviously, as well. I do think in this competition, they've been very much a different side. We've seen some of their top players kind of really perform. They're like to Jared Bowen. Uh, Syed Ben Rama as well. Uh, Fornells has been another key player, but uh, I actually think Fiorentina are going to pose them as I said a real, really, really strong threat. And uh, I actually prefer Fiorentina here. Now, Craig, the Hammers are going to be slightly more rested than Fiorentina as the Italian season only ended at the weekend. So, could this tip the balance towards the East London outfit, or do you reckon it actually will work against them? No, I think it certainly helps at the end of a long season, a season that had a World Cup in it, let's not forget as well. Um, I'd also sort of like to add on top of that the fact that not only did West Ham finish earlier, but they cruised over the line to the end of the Premier League season. Yeah. Um, at one point, you know, they seemed destined for a relegation battle, but that never really came about. Um, it's been a, an overall poor season for West Ham, but I do think that their best performances have come in Europe. Um, it's given, you know, Europe's given West Ham fans something to sort of cling on to and shout about. And he's going to now give them a final chance for, for them to shine. Um, Fiorentina, as you said, they, they did go to the weekend and play, but they did rest players at the weekend. So it's not like West Ham are playing the Fiorentina team who played on, on Sunday. Um, that they, they will make numerous changes to get back to their starting eleven for this one. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it helps West Ham. I do think that there's, there's a case to be made that just that sort of whatever it's been now, about 10 days, 11 days, um, it is a positive for West Ham to regroup, switch their focus, um, move up a gear because, like I said, they did cruise towards the end of the season a little and, and just come back for one last push, which is this game. Now, Jamie, in terms of goals, it's 4-6 to six for under 2.5 in Prague. Is that something you're buying into or do you think things will be more open with the over mm. odds of 23-20? to 20? 
Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to go for over in this one. As as I mentioned just just earlier, I think that there is lots of threat of goals on show tonight. Uh, Fiorentina, um, as I said, they've got a number of goal threats in their team. Arthur Cabral, he's on 15. Luka Jovic on 12. And Nico Gonzalez is on 11. Um, so obviously a number of players there. Um, West Ham, obviously Antonio, Bowen and Ben Rahm all on double figures for the season. So as I said, lots of players who are capable of scoring goals in this one. Um, uh, and as I said earlier, I do fancy Fiorentina to come up on top. So if you combine over over 2.5 goals and a Fiorentina win, you get 15-4. to four. That's a solid price, actually. But Craig, if you're looking at the game from an anytime goalscorer point of view, what player takes your fancy before this evening? Yeah, I'm a, a big Jared Bowen fan, me, Dan. Um, I think sort of probably about three or four years ago now, I, the years all muddle up into each other. But I remember him really wowing me for Hull uh, when they played Barnsley. And, and he was excellent and he was destined for big things. And I think he's, he's took the Premier League in his stride and he's, he genuinely is one of those really sort of exciting players that you feel something can happen when he's on the ball. Um, I think that sort of ties into this being a, a one-off game and, and there's plenty on the line and I think that's going to suit him. He's he's turning into a match winner for West Ham. He's, I think you, you need someone with a bit of quality to, to go and grab a goal in a tight game and to me, that's exactly what he brings. Um, he's 3-1 to one which I think is a fair price for him to get a goal at any point in this game. I think he's going to cause a lot of problems for this Fiorentina defence. Um, at, at some point in this game, I, I do agree with Jamie, I think there'll be goals in it. So at some point in this game, either Fiorentina are going to have to attack West Ham and leave gaps, which is perfect for, for Jared Bowen, or West Ham are going to have to attack Fiorentina. And, and when they do attack, a lot of West Ham's play does go through Bowen. So I think it's a game that's set up and sort of destined for him to have a big part in. So 3-1 to one for him to score would be my pick. And Jamie, if you're looking at the game from a half-time, full-time point of view, how do you see events panning out in the Czech capital? Yeah, well, look, as I said, with um, you know, in terms of the goals, I'm expecting quite a few. Um, I'm also, as I said, expecting Fiorentina to come out on top. So I'm going to go for them to be leading at half-time and then to kind of uh, see it through to full-time as well. So obviously Fiorentina half-time, Fiorentina full-time. Uh, I'm going to go for that at 7-2. to two. Bad news for the Hammers, but that's the Europa Conference League out of the way. Now it's time for Saturday's main event as Manchester City face Inter Milan. And once again, we're going bet building. Craig, as always, I'd like an anytime goal scorer from you, please. Yeah, I'm going with a Manchester City player, Ilkay Gundogan, who was available at 4-1. to one. Um, A big price, I think, but you know, based on current form, he's as much of a goal scoring threat as Erling Haaland at the minute, really. He's, he's playing out of his skin. Um, we're asking Gundogan to come up big again, but I just can't ignore him at the prices available. Um, this, you know, could be his last appearance in a Manchester City shirt. And if it is, uh, what a way to sign off over the past few weeks. He's, he's come up big when his team's needed him. He's scored four goals in his last three Premier League starts. He scored twice in the FA Cup final. Nearly got a hat-trick if he wasn't a yard offside when he scored the third. Um, he's finding a lot of space at the minute. And I, I just sort of do think that that's quite simply because City have got so many weapons for the opposition to mark. And he's the one who's maybe currently benefiting from the fact that teams have got like a man on Erling Haaland all the time, a man on Kevin De Bruyne all the time. Um, I personally fancy City to win this fairly comfortable and I think they'll score multiple goals. So I'm hoping that Gundogan gets one of them. OK, then that's our starter. Jamie, I'd like the over-under on the goals, please. Yeah, boys, once again, I'm, I'm apologising because I'm going to make it very difficult for you guys and obviously taking a bit of a risk here, but this is just how I think the game's going to play out. Uh, I'm going to go for under 2.5 goals. 
Um, Inter Milan, I think they're a side that should not be written off here. Um, defensively, they've been very solid in this competition this season. Um, they've kept clean sheets in eight of their 12 matches. Um, so defensively, really sound. Um, I think they're going to, I think as well, Manchester City, we know their quality in defence, so they're going to be tricky to break down as well. So, um, yeah, I just think this is going to be a case of a low scoring final between two very solid defences. Yes, obviously, we've got a fantastic Manchester City attack. But uh, I think they're going to. I think they're going to struggle here against against an Inter Milan side who very defensively sound. So I'm going to go for under two point five. Okay, then I'm going to go with a shots on target market this time. I'm going to go with Erling Haaland to have over one point five shots on target. So the Norwegians made ten appearances in this season's Champions League and have scored a mightily impressive twelve goals. Not only that, but the hitman has generated twenty four shots on target across the same run of games, which means it's two point four shots on target a game. It's two shots for every goal. And with him being kept quiet in last week's FA Cup final, I think Haaland is going to be itching to test himself against the Inter defence. And therefore, at least two shots on target on Saturday is where I'm heading at odds of 4-5. to five. OK, then just to recap our three picks then. Craig has gone for Ilkay Gundogan to score at any time. Jamie's gone for under 2.5 goals. I've gone for Erling Haaland to have over 1.5 shots on target. That's 40-1, to one, which means £10 on the betting slip, £410 in your back pocket. That would be perfect for a summer festival if you're going away or a holiday. Let's hope it gets over the line for you. Let's hope it gets over the line for us. But more importantly, let's have a quick chat about the game itself. And Craig, the double has already been secured by City. Can Pep's men complete the treble with victory over Inter on Saturday? Yeah, I think they do, yeah. I think, in my opinion anyway, I think this is going to be a bit of an easier task than the, the game against Manchester United at the weekend. So I'm... I'm going to side with Manchester City to to finally get the hands on the trophy that's eluded them for so long. Um, for me, they look a, a class above most teams in the world right now. But I think you can sort of make a case that there may be a couple of steps above Inter. Um, City have done it the hard way. You, you know, if they win the Champions League, I think you can say it's deserved. They've beaten Real Madrid. They've beaten Bayern Munich to get here. So I, I'm really on the, the, the City bandwagon as such. Um it's nine to twenty for them to win in ninety minutes. It's two to nine for them to lift the trophy. You're not going to get rich back in Manchester City, but I just can't see Inter Milan doing what both Real Madrid and, and Bayern Munich have failed to do, and, and that's stop Manchester City. I just think they're too good. Now, Jamie, if City are to secure the treble, how big of an achievement will it be? Is it perhaps softened by the fact the club are hardly the role of underdogs in any of this? It's not quite the same vibe as Manchester United in 1999 against Bayern Munich. So is it because it's almost the expectation of where they should be that it's not going to be triumphed as much if they do get there? I think it's impossible to say that just because it's only been done on one occasion in this country. I think it would be an amazing achievement if they were to do that. Um, I, I, I still think it's, it's an unbelievable achievement regardless. Um, you know, in terms of this just one-off game, I think there is massive pressure on them to win this one. Um, obviously, they come in as, as these big favourites. Um, but I think they're very much a team that kind of can deal with that pressure as well. Um, they, they look very much so focused at the moment. They look completely locked in. You know, the way they, they kind of chased Arsenal down was quite incredible. And, you know, almost the difference in mentality. You had Arsenal, who looked like were kind of faltering. They look nervous. Man City, as I said, aside, just locked in. And I think that, obviously, there is big pressure on them on the weekend. But uh, I think they will eventually come out on top. As I said, I do think Inter are going to really kind of pose a threat and, and make them very difficult to break down. But I think Man City, at some point in the game, I think it will probably go to like extra time. And that's when they'll come out on top. But, uh, yeah, I think, as I said, going into this one, that there is big pressure on them. Um, but in terms of the treble, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's incredible. You, I think it's such an amazing achievement if they still do it, um, just because, as I said, it's only been done once before in this country. So, 
no, I, I definitely wouldn't take anything away from them if they were to do it. Okay, then, Craig, we cannot overlook Inter in all of this. They may not be the favourites to win. They may not win it themselves. But they've certainly had the easier half of the Champions League knockout bracket. They've beaten Benfica and AC Milan to get to the final. So what can we expect from Simone and Zaghi's men on Saturday? Yeah, first, I do think this, you know, this Inter side are going to have to play unbelievably well to match Manchester City here. Um, they're going to need a huge performance from a, a couple of key names. I think coupled with the fact of maybe City freezing a little bit or feeling the pressure, and, and that's why I think City will win, because ultimately I don't think they will. Um, that that altogether may see them compete, but I don't really think it's likely to happen. Um, what I will say is that, you know, if, if you look at Inter Milan going forward, Laturo Martinez and, and Romelu Lukaku, they've got players who can score goals. Um, but at the same time, I think they'll need to, because although Inter are fairly decent defensively, I don't think there is a team on the planet that can stop Manchester City scoring for 90 minutes when they're on the game. Um, so I think Inter need to score, um, but I just don't think they can keep up. Um, yeah, I would love Inter to make this a game, but sadly I don't think they will. Now, Jamie, there's also the potential subplot of Edin Zeko scoring against one of his former employers. That's currently 4-1 to one in the anytime market. Is that something of interest to you? Yeah, look, I think for Zeko, obviously his dip in forms come just at the wrong moment. And uh, Lukaku as well has been a guy who has stepped up. And, uh, you know, we had seen uh, Zeko kind of starting recently. But I think Lukaku is now almost taking his place. And actually, it's quite impressive into the season for Lukaku. He scored tw- he's got 12 goal involvements in his final nine matches. Um, so I think that he'll, he'll be the guy that does start ahead of Zeko um, on the weekend. Um, but as I might touch on a bit later, I think Lautaro Martinez, if you're looking for an inter-goal scorer, is 100% the way to go. Um, he's been he's had a fantastic season for Inter Milan this year. He's got 28 goals. He's got 11 assists in all competitions. Um, he's a guy who's on fire, obviously. On a personal level, it was a, it was a difficult World Cup for him. Obviously, he has got a winner's medal from that. But uh, I don't think it was the, kind of the best performances from him. Um, so, yeah, I, for me, I would definitely go with Lautaro Martinez for an anytime goal scorer for Inter. Um, but I think, as, as I said, Lukaku will probably start over Dzeko in this one. So um, I probably wouldn't go with Dzeko here. Now, Craig, if we're looking at this game from a half-time, full-time point of view, how do you see it panning out in Istanbul? Yeah, I mean, we saw how quickly Manchester City wanted to assert themselves against United in the FA Cup final. And I'm expecting the same here. Um, a big push early to make the presence felt, get some shots on goal. I think it's a tactic that, that worked brilliantly 12 seconds in or whatever it did. Um, I think it's going to work again. I can see City scoring in the first half and, and sort of not looking back from that position. Um, it's not the best selection to give, given the odds on offer, but Manchester City to be winning at half-time and full-time is 6-5. Is to five, And I think that's where I'd be heading in this market. Jamie, it's 8-1 to one for the game to be decided in either extra time or via penalties. Do you think either team is going to need to go the distance in order to get their hands on the trophy? Yeah, I, I think it will do, actually. I think it will go to extra time at the very least. Um, I, I just think that people are writing off into Milan and maybe not giving them enough credit for how good they have been in this competition. I think Manchester City are fantastic. And, and look, don't get me wrong, that's obviously where more people are leaning towards Man City just being so good. But I think Inter Milan have got enough to kind of 
maybe stifle them and, and frustrate them, as I said. Um, I think Inter Milan also as well have got the quality to get forward. Um, I think Lukaku and Martinez can form a very good partnership. Obviously, um, you know, we have seen that last, especially last season. They were fantastic this season at times. They've also been very good as well. So, as I said, they've got the ability to maybe hurt Man City. Um, so, yeah, I think this will be a case of where we will see a game go to extra time. But, uh, yeah, I do think eventually Man City might come out on top. But, uh, as I said, I do think it will go to extra time. Now, before we move on, I want a correct score bet from you both. I still want that outcome spot on, but this time it has to be Saturday's Champions League final. So, Craig, you're up first. What have you got for me? Yeah, I was torn between two score lines here, but I've gone for the bigger price. It's nearly double the odds. Um, so, I've gone with Manchester City to win this game 4-1. I it's going to be a game full of goals. I think it's going to be quite open. And I think, ultimately, City getting the lead. Uh, Inter Milan have got no choice but to push forward and leaves even more gaps for City to score again. So, yeah, it's 20-1 20 to 1 and it's Manchester City... 4-1, winners over Inter Milan. That is a big one. Jamie, what correct score are you hoping for this weekend? Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously, as I mentioned, I do think this one will go to extra time. So I have gone for a draw. Um, I mentioned as well, a low score in one. So I'm going to go for one all here. Um, and I, you get that at 8-1. to one. As I said, I think probably shouldn't write off Inter Milan too much. They've been fantastic in the competition this season. And uh, I think they'll have enough to take it to extra time. But... Uh, as I said, I think Man City will eventually come out on top on some point. They are really good. They are unbelievable this season. So, uh, yeah, uh, but I do think it will go to extra time and I'm going for one all at 8-1. to one. Yeah, actually, I'll just throw my two pence in. I will go for a 2-1 City win. I've got a feeling it's going to be a City win in 90 minutes, but both teams scoring. I think that's a 2-1 to one in itself. So, I know City were marching through the Premier League in the back end of the season, but... They are kind of susceptible to the odd goal. Obviously, their attack is amazing. There's no doubt about that. And that's probably which is going to be the defining thing on Saturday. But I just feel that Inter have got a chance with all the, the case that Jamie made. You look at Martinez as a player who's going to be spearheading their attack. I just feel that they're going to get something, whether it's, I don't know, City go 2 and up and they need to make it interesting towards the end or, you know, it's one all or what have you. But I just feel it's a both teams to score market for me. So I'm going to go for a 2-1 City win. And of course, check out freebets.com for the best insight and better tips ahead of this weekend. Right, let's focus on some more topics for the Champions League final, as there are plenty of markets to bet on, starting with discipline. So, Craig, we shouldn't forget the most important man on Saturday, that being the referee. From a discipline point of view, how busy do you think he'll be? Yeah, I, I very, very rarely look at a referee when I'm looking at a football game, whether it's a game I'm betting on or, or a game I'm going to watch. But I did go down that Google rabbit hole of, of sort of having a look into this referee and, and found some interesting things about him. He yeah, perked my interest. So we've got a referee who's, who's very, very happy to be the centre of attention, like like all good referees. Um, and, and he does dish cards out, you know. Um, I'm sure in some way he may be told to go, go a little careful because of the big stage, but he's got history of going on to big stages and not really being careful in the past. Um, I just can't help but think this referee is going to be involved in some way. He gave five yellow cards in his last Champions League game, which is when Manchester City beat Real Madrid. Um, he gave four yellow cards and two penalties before that when he refed AC Milan and Napoli, uh, that way in the quarterfinals. But what he's best known for is his performance in the World Cup final, um, which, he, which he refed between Argentina and France. An absolutely thrilling game. Let, you know, we can all remember that one fondly. But don't forget what the referee did in that game, giving out eight cards and three penalties. Um, that's the biggest stage in world football. And, and he wasn't quiet, um, despite maybe being told to be quiet. So I just think he's going to play a massive part in this game, along the way at some point. Um, there's two potential bets I've picked out. 7-2 to two for a red card in the game. 13-8 to eight on a penalty in the game. Um, 
he just he strikes me as a referee that likes to be centre of attention. And as a football fan, the worst type of referees are those who want to be centre of attention. I just think he's going to do something in this one. Now, Jamie, I was going to ask you about the red card market. As Craig says, it's 7-2 to two on someone being given their marching orders on Saturday. Does this take your fancy at all? I'm going to say no. Um, I think if we look at kind of previously in the competition, it's only happened on three occasions where someone has been sent off in the final. We saw Jens Lehmann sent off in 06, Drogba in 08, and then Juan Cuadrado uh, in, in 2017. So I don't think it will happen here, uh, just because obviously history says it doesn't really happen. Then you look at kind of the discipline of, of both sides this season. Man City, they've only been shown two red cards in all competitions. Inter Milan, they have been shown five, but none of them have come in this competition. So um, as much as Craig obviously saying about the referee and, and maybe being the centre of attention, I don't think it will be because of a red card. So uh, I'm going to say no to this one. Now, Craig, in terms of total shots on target, you can get over 8.5 odds of 4 to 5. So do you reckon nine or more will be breached on Saturday? Yeah, I do think it will. Yeah, as, as I've sort of alluded to when answering a few other bits, I do think City are going to dominate and I think they're going to get ahead. And when that happens... Inter Milan have got no choice but to have a go at them. Um, you know, they, they are capable going forward. We've already mentioned Martinez and Lukaku as, as two good strikers. But at the same time, whenever you're pushing forward, you're also leaving gaps at the back. Um, City will, will really enjoy counter-attacking against this team. And going for more, I don't think City's just going to sit back and take what's thrown at them. Um, I just get the feeling it's going to be a really open game. I think there's going to be a, a dominant performance from Manchester City, but at the same time, quite an end-to-end contest. It, and, and those two don't always come together, but I think they will here. Um, so, yeah, the, the shot, shot total. As I've just mentioned in my correct score, I fancy five goals. So, let's hope for my sake that the shot total <laughs> does go over that. Now, Jamie, another bet to consider is the number of offsides. You can get 11 to 10 on there being over 3.5 in total. Does that sound of interest to you? Yeah, well, look, as I said, I think it'd be a low-scoring one, but I think it's going to be a game between two sides that are going to create lots of chances, especially Manchester City. We know how good they are, um, but they're also facing strong defences as well, and that's where maybe we'll see some players being caught offside, um, and that's where that could come into play. Um, I think the stats also suggest that this could be the case. Uh, Man City, their matches this season in the Champions League, there's been an average of 2.33 offsides per game. Um, Inter Milan as well, there's been an average of 3.25 offsides per game. So I think kind of the, the, the stats suggest that that will be the case here. So, uh, yeah, I think this would be a bet that I would certainly be adding here. Now, Craig, I mentioned Erling Haaland to have two or more shots on targets in the bet builder. So, as I say, that's at four to five. I'll make it a little bit interesting. What about over 2.5 or to five to two? Would you be that bold? Um, yeah, definitely would. Yeah, you, you sort of, it's impossible to discount and he does have the ability to, to dominate any game, and that includes the Champions League final. So it would be no surprise if he was sort of heavily involved in, in anything that City do going forward. Um, Inter, obviously, will try their best to keep him quiet. But at the same time, as I've mentioned, I do think at some point Inter's going to have to attack Manchester City here. And I do wonder what gaps that will leave at the back. Um, I think Haaland's very good at, on the break at making some very intelligent runs. I think he's very good with his positional play. I think he gets in the right areas. Um, he, he's, he's a natural finisher so yeah if, if the gaps are there and City are attacking don't be surprised to see him on the end of it and Jamie last week I tipped Kevin De Bruyne to make an assist in the FA Cup final he came good against Manchester United he's 6-4 to, to repeat the feat against Inter are you tempted to back the Belgium before kickoff? 
Yeah, well, look, obviously, I've made a very strong case for, for Inter being very uh, strong defensively. But I think on the weekend, they're going to struggle to to stop De Bruyne at some point. And uh, look, he's a player who's stepped up on many occasions this season for Man- Manchester City, stepped up in many of the big moments. Obviously, the FA Cup final now being added to that list. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think he will be involved in this game and, and I, I can see him easily getting an assist. He's been phenomenal this season, um, assisted 31 times already. Um, and as, as I said, just in those big moments, he has really stepped up and uh, I think he'll come and good again here. Right, to wrap things up, it's a little different than usual. I want your longest shot of all. No range on this one. It's open to absolutely anything in the Champions League final. So let's go a little bit crazy, Craig. You're up first. What have you got for me? Yeah, um, I've got the crazy memo. I'm going to go with a, a bet builder I've created myself, which is uh, odds of 66 to 1. Like it? Just sort of combining everything I've said over the past 10, 15 minutes about this game uh, and maybe just extending them a little bit just to increase the odds even further, seeing as though we're trying to sign off with a biggie. Um, so it's got three legs. The first leg is Manchester City minus two, which is City to win by three goals or more. Um, I, I think they'll win this comfortably. And given the fact Inter are going to have to attack at some point, and could leave gaps. I think City are going to capitalise on that. Um, I'm going to go with a man in the middle to be involved. So I'm going to go with over 5.5 cards in the game. He just strikes me as a referee who's going to get involved in something. Uh, and I'll throw in my my bet builder, our bet builder pick of Ilkay Gundogan to score any time. I think at odds of four to one, he's too big to ignore given his recent form. So all of that together combines for a 66 to one bet builder for a bit of interest. Yep, you've hit the remit spot on. So Jamie, what long shot are you hoping to land? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I haven't gone quite that big. Um, as I said, though, I do really fancy Inter Milan to kind of make a game of this one. Um, and I think they're going to do it through Lautaro Martinez. Um, I'm going to go for him to score first in this one. I think that, that Inter will take the lead here, actually. Um, and you can get that at 9-1. to one. Um, As I said, Martinez, he's had a fantastic season. He's got 28 goals in all competitions this season. Um, I think he can get another one here. We obviously saw him score in the semi-finals as well. Was a big player for them. Um, so and I just think he'll make his mark here. And uh, I think he'll score first at 9-1. to one. Right, that brings us to full time. So I just need to do the admin before we wrap up. As mentioned before, if any of these bets take your fancy, make sure to visit the free bets websites. And now I just need to thank my duo of top guests. Craig, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I hope you enjoyed that one. Yeah, a, a pleasure as ever, Dan. Um, and the, the sort of end episode where we're talking about club football. Um, back on international duty next weekend as we turn to England. Uh, but before that, I'm really looking forward to this Champions League final. Um, uh, I've, I've sort of alluded to the fact I think it'd be one-sided. Jamie thinks Inter can do something. So let's hope we see a good one. And uh, don't forget, next time we get back together next Wednesday, we could have two English-European winners if uh, West Ham and City do the job. We certainly could. And Jamie, thanks for your time and sharing your betting insights with me. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I just hope that Man City don't make me look silly here because I have gone quite big on Inter Milan to do something. But look, they have been amazing this season, Manchester City. It wouldn't surprise me if they were to go and blow Inter Milan away. But I just think that Inter can do something here. I'm hoping they can do something here and make a really exciting final. Uh, But regardless, I'm really looking forward to the game. So, yeah, should be a really exciting game. It certainly should. Cheers, mate. And also to the listeners out there. And with that said, it just leads me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is the Odds On Podcast. And until next time, goodbye. (laughs) 